Welcome to Digging Into the Bible. Hey, hey, welcome to Digging Into the Bible. My name is Jim Barnard. This is a production of Taylor Coaching. All right, well, it's day 69. Thank you for joining me. We are starting Matthew chapter 26 today, and that's significant because this is the beginning of the passion story. Uh, Maybe you've seen the movie, The Passion of the Christ, Um, such a fantastic, well-done movie. Uh, Surprisingly, though, it's an R-rated movie. Um, I think part of it had to do with uh, Jesus's foul language. Um, I I feel like Mel Gibson made some unique choices in his portrayal of Jesus. Uh, Just kidding. Um, uh, It was obviously because of the crucifixion scene. It was so violent. It was actually um, so over-the-top realistic that it almost got an NC-17 rating. I mean, can you imagine that? But, you know, this word passion, like I don't ever use the word passion in this sense where it's, um, you know, it's always like something I'm enthusiastic about or excited about. Um, But this goes back, it calls back to an old um, Latin verb that, you know, basically means to to suffer, to bear, to endure. And um, that's truly what Jesus did on the cross. And you know, as we've seen over the last few days of our study, Jesus is inviting us to do the same thing. Um, he's calling us to that. Now, certainly, we probably don't have to suffer, bear, endure the same way that he did. I mean, I would like to think that the movie of my life would be at least PG-13 in, um, in, in The Passion of Me, but I don't know. Who knows? Who knows what we're going to have to face? But with that as the backdrop, let's go ahead and dig in. This is Matthew 26, starting at verse 1. When Jesus had finished all these sayings, he said to his disciples, You know that after two days the Passover is coming, and the Son of Man will be delivered up to be crucified. Then the chief priests and the elders of of the people gathered in the palace of the high priest, whose name was Caiaphas, and plotted together in order to arrest Jesus by stealth and kill him. But they said not during the feast, lest lest there be an uproar among the people. Now when Jesus was at Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, a woman came up to him with an alabaster flask of very expensive ointment, and she poured it on his head as he reclined at the table. And when the disciples saw it, they were indignant, saying, Why this waste? For this could have been sold for a large sum and given to the poor. But Jesus, aware of this, said to them, Why do you trouble the woman? For she has done a beautiful thing to me. For you always have the poor with you, but you will not always have me. In pouring this ointment on my body, she has done it to prepare me for burial. Truly I say to you, wherever this gospel is proclaimed in the whole world, what she has done will also be told in memory of her. Then one of the twelve, whose name was Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priests and said, What will you give me if I deliver him over to you? And they paid him 30 pieces of silver. And from that moment, he sought an opportunity to betray him. So, um, Judas, man, what are you thinking? Uh, Like, we will get to Judas here. Um, I'm going to go sequentially here. Um, You know, right off the bat, we see Jesus once again calling a shot, 
getting more specific about um, what's going to happen and now when it's going to happen. And at that same time, don't you see the cutaway in this movie where it, it, it shows the um, chief priests all meeting together and, and getting their, their plan formulized and um, you know, saying, all right, like we know how to do it. We're going to do it um, stealthily and we're going to kill him. And we're just not going to do it during the feast. But like we're, we're in agreement. We're ready to go. And the plot thickens here, right? Um, I love that, that Jesus had this moment where he was anointed by this woman. Um, I think we, we, it's clear that we learn in the book of John that, that this is Mary, uh, Mary of Mary and Martha fame. And she um, is pouring quite literally her praise on Jesus. And, um, you know, we use this word a couple times already in this study, the, the disciples became indignant, right? And what I was saying about uh, indignity was that it, it, it's this feeling of being robbed. You know, Jesus is being praised and, you know, I'm not getting that. I'm feeling robbed, um, kind of gypped. And um, certainly probably more disciples than just Judas Iscariot felt that, but obviously he was the main one who felt that indignity. And um, he went and did something about it, you know, like um, he, his, his feeling indignant created a passion in him. You see what I'm doing here? Like it, it created a passion where he was like, I, I need to do something because this isn't fair. This isn't right. Um, you know, whatever is happening in his head, this passion and this rage is starting to build and he is, is going to sell himself in order to turn Jesus over to the chief priests. And, um, I don't know, man, that's crazy. Like I would, I would love to think that, um, if I were the treasurer in Jesus's group of 12, that there'd be no way, no how that I would just be so much better than that. Um, I don't know. That might be wishful thinking, but, um, you know, Judas is going to get this reward. Um, his passion leads him to a reward, but his passion will lead him to demise where he can't even um, enjoy the reward. And so we will see that in the next few days. But um, yeah, I, I just think this combination of, of, of passion, both good and bad, man, what do you do with it? Um, well, we will see um, what happens here next. Uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow as we continue on with Matthew chapter 26. I'll see you then.